Well, welcome back, guys. Welcome back. Baby got stacks. To baby got stacks. Is that kind of right? Welcome back to baby. Oh got yeah, stacks. that is. <laughs> yeah, it does. Why yeah. well, I hadn't noticed? That I don't before. know. <laughs> well, today we have very popular author Colleen Hoover. All your perfect. I love Colleen Hoover. Love Colleen Hoover. Not a fan of this book though. I'm still processing. Cause I just. Well, I'll talk it through. Mm-hmm. We'll talk it through. But this is the fourth book of hers I've read. So it must be like your fifth or something. Because you've read one or two more than I have. Um, I don't like that. think so. I haven't read November 9. I've read I November 9, sure. but I haven't read It Starts With Us yet. I've read It Ends With Us, but not It Starts With Us. I haven't read us. it oh. either. Oh, okay. I thought you had. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm very behind on my no, TBR. I've, I've read November 9. Let's see. Uh, November 9th, it ends with us, Ugly Love and yeah. Verity. And Verity, yeah. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. So, Colleen Hoover, very popular on TikTok. Oh, she sounds and looks like a wonderful They're, person. Yeah, she seems she's hilarious. hilarious. Some people have problems with her books because they think she might use a character's trauma to make the story. Like, she, like, how do I say it? Not, I guess exploits different traumas, but like I mean, there are people out there who have gone through this. And so they get to see, you know, to read about someone in the same situation. I think it brings to light tough subjects yeah. that not a lot yeah. of people want to talk about. about. Yeah. But I don't know. You and I both, we found out Colleen Hoover from Verity. That was the very yeah. first book that we both read. And that's like her one thriller. Yeah. That and all her rest are romance. So that is like her one random. But I've loved all the other I ones. liked Ugly Love. I liked It Ends With Us. And this one a little I'm yeah, I'm still trying to figure out what I think. I think I rated it a three. I rated it a three. I gave it a three as well. Yeah, pretty middle of the bar. Uh, If you want to go ahead and read the back. Yeah, so this book goes from between then and now. Each chapter is different. A little flashback. So it starts with then. The last thing Quinn expected was to meet the love of her life just outside her fiancé's front door. A year after leaving behind their cheating partners, Quinn and Graham are in a perfect relationship that seems designed by fate. Now... Seven years later, their perfect love is threatened by their imperfect marriage. The memories, mistakes, and dreams that they have built over the years are tearing them apart. The one thing that could save them might also be the very thing that pushes their marriage past the point of no return. (sighs) So we'll just probably just go straight into spoilers because I don't know how to talk about this without like talking about her biggest, the the relationship's biggest problem. Well, I mean, this book starts Mm -hmm. with her being engaged to a man named Ethan. Oh, yeah. And, Rich. And uh, Graham being in a relationship with a girl named Sasha. And uh, Ethan and Sasha are having an affair. Yeah. Quinn comes, like, she was just on a trip, and then she wanted to surprise Ethan. So she goes to his apartment and sees this man, like, right outside his door and, like, staring She's like, oh, Jesus, how do I get in there without this crazy man yeah. like hurting me or something? But yeah, it turns to find out he followed his girlfriend to Ethan's apartment. 
and then they start hearing things and so they just sit down eat the food that ethan and sasha ordered yeah. this book starts off with a bang yeah literally that's my pun there you go oh my god i've <laughs> congrats i've been holding on to that pun <laughs> weeks <for> so long <laughs> i was reading this and i was like wow this book starts off with a bang literally and then i giggled to myself uh, and i was like oh i'm uh, so using this on the podcast did you write that down no, you but I actually almost memorize did. it. Oh, nice. No, I memorize it. You I, should have put that on a poster I right the front. Almost <laughs> did. I, I almost that. did. Oh man! But one of the things that I tabbed was the ending of. I think this is chapter one. Yeah, chapter one. Hmm. She mu- she must not realize this, or she wouldn't have thrown away her relationship with a guy who impressed me more in one hour than Ethan did in four years. I was like, yeah. that is quite the line. Yeah, apparently Ethan was just a rich snob asshole, and his family was well off. And well, her Quinn's mom, mom is. I was going to say Quinn's mom is a lot of work, and she wants <laughs> to be rich and she wants and definitely wants people to perceive her as yes rich. and so of course she wants her daughters to marry rich so she yeah when quinn told family. her finally that she left ethan the mom was like couldn't you just forgive him and marry him anyways like yeah jesus christ yeah that was awful but quinn's mom didn't come for much and then she married rich and then married rich again mm-hmm. to stay rich yeah <laughs> and quinn and her sister ava Ava mm-hmm. somehow managed to dodge the being extra like their mom. Yeah. And they're pretty well grounded. So, like they don't like asking them or her for money or anything. But where I uh, just I guess we'll go into spoilery things now since we slowly learn about Quinn and Ethan. Not Ethan. Jesus. What's his name? Graham. 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 Their marriage in the present. Yes. They've been married for seven years, seven years, and been trying to have a baby. And Quinn goes on and on and on and on and on about how it's her fault that she can't have that they can't have a baby. So I had a I had a big problem with this book. Yeah, like a big problem. Me too. <laughs> because it if you're close to me in my life, you know that. I have always wanted to be a mom someday. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a big thing to me. But obviously, it's a big thing to Quinn as well. Mm-hmm. But the way that she treats Graham yeah. in this book it's has so me awful. so upset. Yeah. I wanted to, okay. I, I didn't like Quinn. I didn't like I, Quinn. I don't like I Quinn at all. I think that's what made the book so hard to read because I really didn't like her. Yeah. And you're reading from only her perspective. Yeah. And so you're stuck in her head of someone you dislike and it's a struggle. And I kept going back and forth. I was like, am I a bad person for disliking her? Because she really wanted kids. They both got tested, like they're for the reproductive systems and Graham was fine. It was She was actually more than fine. Yeah, he was, he was I like, forgot what the doctor said, but it was like I don't a little know, weird. Superior. <laughs> I mean, I don't yeah, know. superior sperm motility or something. Yeah. But it's Quinn's Ayo. <laughs> Sponsored by Dr. Pepper, not really, but oh, I wish. I wish. <laughs> oh, the day that would come. Uh, Quinn, I, it was like her uterus was like 
a hostile environment or something first for well she had endometriosis she had endometriosis which made it also more difficult yeah. and they couldn't have kids they looked into adoption but Graham had something in his past where he attacked someone as a kid. What was it? He was 19. I forgot he what it was. Oh, what, what did he do? He steal? So, no. I don't remember this book at all. <laughs> Wrong. What did he do? So, he was 19. Him, his best friend Tanner, and Tanner's 16-year-old brother. Oh, that's They right. all went to a party. Oh, and right. Graham was the less drunk out of all three of them. So, Graham right. drove the two miles home. And they got T-boned. And, yeah. Okay. And... A guy didn't see the stop sign or just yeah, didn't just care. Went for it, but and he T-boned was them underage and drinking. and drinking. So he got a DUI. And Tanner, Tanner died. died. And then Tanner's brother was injured. And so he got the DUI. And I believe he was also like charged for like reckless endangerment yeah. of the six year old or something. But he was never charged for Tanner's death. Yeah. And that like really haunted him. Yeah. And because it was on his record, mm-hmm. he couldn't. Adoption, they just saw that. Yeah. Despite how long ago in the past. So they couldn't adopt or they kept trying, but that's a lot of money. And they kept trying to do IVF. That's a lot of money and it never worked. And she started fixating on when she was ovulating. And that would be the only time she has sex. And then it became science rather than. Yeah. Because she would never want to actually have sex just on the whim. Yeah. Because then she was in her head. As they were having sex, yeah. wait, 14 days from, from now, now is this. Yeah, and then I'm like, I need to take the test. And then it, it, it became so scheduled and so obsessively so. Yeah, there's... Which she falls into depression, essentially. And she just doesn't even like touching her husband, knowing that it would end to sex and that sex would lead to disappointment of yeah, not having a but baby. He, she'll let him touch her affectionately outside the house out in public like at a family's house whatever because she knew it wouldn't lead to sex because they were out in public and so she was only nice to him essentially when they were out in public there's one point in the book where where they are having sex and uh he pulled out and she could feel him like the comes like sliding down into the mattress yeah and she was like did he just he did, and he didn't finish inside me. I was like, oh, Graham? Yeah, she was like, well, this was a waste of sex. It's like, yeah, care for your husband. Jesus oh, she, she pissed me off. Ugh. And, like, I, I can understand really wanting a child, but at that point, you should go seek someone. And, so, like, I don't want to invalidate someone's feelings. Like, I'm sure someone's actually felt that way and made it, but you got to help yourself. Yeah, so... <laughs> Obviously, like, we don't, we're not going to, like, talk down to someone if they, yeah. if they yeah, feel like yeah, that. Yeah. I mean, like you said, feelings are valid, all that good stuff. But in this fictional world with this fictional character, yeah. us reading this book, it's like frustrating. I, like I said, <laughs> I've always wanted children. Uh-huh. But at the same time, if I had a guy that made me feel, like, amazing. And, yeah. Like, the perfect guy. Yeah. At that point, like, that's good enough. At, yeah. Like, I'm I'm thankful I even got that because some people don't right. even get you that. You still get to spend your life with someone you love. Yeah. Maybe instead of kids, you traveled more. I yeah. don't know. Do something, something. else. Because like I said, you if still I have the rest ended of up life. not being able to have kids or I don't have kids or whatever, mm-hmm. yeah, I'd be a little upset. Yeah. 
but also I've got you. I've got other mm-hmm. people that hopefully will have kids and I could just spoil yeah. them. I could get them all mm-hmm. pampered yeah. and sugar high and then send yeah. them back oh, home. Oh, dear God, please don't. But it even came to the point where Ava, Quinn's sister, yes. gets pregnant and she even told her mom first. They call each other. They have the same mom, but they always say your, your mom. mom. But she told their mom first that she was pregnant and then told Quinn very like slowly and carefully mm-hmm. because Quinn's like, oh my gosh, she was afraid to tell me she was pregnant because I've been like trying to get pregnant and like, I don't want to like have her think like I'm not excited for them. And yeah. then she was like, wait, I think I am a little jealous. And it's like, check yourself. <laughs> yeah. And so Graham, <laughs> Graham also has sisters who have yeah, children, children as well. And, and there's a part of the book that that comes into. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of. And it's just a lot this, of back and forth. I, yeah, but uh, uh. but you you see how frustrating Quinn is in mm-hmm. the present, and then you got to go back to when they first met and first started dating, and how cute they are, and how in love they are, and how like they immediately connect and start yeah. talking and just joke around and meet the families really well and just understand each other. And you're yeah. like, why? Was that not enough? And by the end of the book, that's like the question she's asked. But like they're in the present, they're arguing Quinn and Graham. And out of nowhere, he's just like, why didn't we get a dog? And it's like, yeah, why didn't you, <laughs> Quinn? Exactly. It's yeah. Like- and then in the middle of the book, like pretty much, yeah, like smack dab in the middle of the book. She can see out of their living room window and she sees Graham pull up to this car, Mm -hmm. wipes his mouth, wipes his neck, fixes his tie and like sits in this car for a little while. And she's realizing like he was with with someone. And so, of course, when he comes in, she's like, what's her name? Yeah. And her name was Andrea. And Andrea and Graham work together. Mm -hmm. And I tabbed a a point of, of this fight because... Poor I just, Graham. I just couldn't believe that she has been another year. Let's let me. Un- she's such a she's bitchy, low baller too. Like she does so, low blows. I like I said, I, I tabbed this, so I'll oh. read this paragraph because this paragraph got me heated <laughs> to the point where I was like very. I punched the girl. Yeah, I was very upset, and I actually had to explain the book to Dean because I was reading <laughs> it and I was starting to get like pissed off. Mad, and he was like, "Are you okay?" I was like, no. "I put it down a couple times." I'm like. Deep breaths. Yeah. Deep breaths. So she says, Graham, I haven't gone anywhere. I've been here this whole time, but you can't see me because you're still searching for someone I used to be. I'm sorry I'm no longer who I was back then. Maybe I'll get better. Maybe I won't. But a good husband loves his wife through the good and the bad times. A good husband stands at his wife's side through sickness and health, Graham. A good husband, a husband who truly loves his wife, wouldn't cheat on her and then blame his infidelity on the fact that he's lonely. This bitch. I read uh, that and was so livid. Oh, uh, like she won't even like hug him very long or like touch him at all or like talk to him at all throughout a day. Yeah. Like, and he's trying to like make connections with her and like asking her things and she just avoids contact pretend she's asleep early like he's trying so hard yeah yeah the whole so many things and she always says that he doesn't see how she's changed and he doesn't love her for what she is now but she's so stuck 
on the idea of what she had when she was younger, like she can't realize that she hasn't changed. And that's the problem. Yeah. It's, oh, it makes it's, me so mad. It really irked me. And I am the person Ugh. that like, obviously I hate cheaters. That's yeah. I was, and, and I was like, not to excuse his behavior, but all they did was kiss twice, which is still a thing. But the fact that he could have gone so much longer, and he was saying like, "What was his final reasoning?" Because at first he said, "Well, he like, said she reminded that Andrea, me of you. Remi- yeah." And so like when I kissed her, I was thinking it was you, which doesn't help. No. Like I said, I I don't excuse uh, his actions, uh, uh. even kissing. I even uh, told Dean, I was like, even like emotional, like texting, flirting, like that to me is cheating. I could really go down a rabbit hole on that whole subject. But uh, (laughs) I also like, if we're looking at this book, Mm. I could see why he did it. And honestly, I don't really blame him because she's, she's already so disconnected and yeah so it oh she oh, makes me so mad and throughout you'd see different portions where she's like i broke out the small box that we have and he's like are you gonna open it it's this whole thing of like are you gonna open this box or not and you don't you aren't told what's in it until no, it was the very end. Mean nuts. I was like, what, and I was like, what about the goddamn box i thought at first it was like the ring box and she was thinking of like putting her ring back that's what i thought originally but then it kept being a whole thing it's locked it's like not to be open but it's very secretive yeah um oh there's not much to talk about from the past other than no not in the past married but um (laughs) obviously another big thing is uh so right after she figures out that like he kissed andrea all this stuff uh she is in bed and she realizes that she's bleeding. Oh, that's right, that's right. And come to find out she uh, was having an ectopic pregnancy. Yeah, she, and was, she was hemorrhaging. And that was, it was like, they fought, she left the house for a little bit, cooled down, came back, got in bed. Mm-hmm. And they went to sleep in the same bed. And then she woke up in pain and was like, I think she blacked out. Grandma took her to the hospital. Yeah, she had a cervical ectopic pregnancy. Uh, Very rare. In fact, the chances of a woman experiencing this type of ectopic pregnancy are less than 1%. And she just couldn't believe that she had actually gotten pregnant. Yeah, she she was stuck on, but we did get pregnant. So there is actually hope. Like, I managed to get pregnant. And then Graham was like, oh, Quinn. Uh, She had to have a hysterectomy. Yeah. Because of it. Because she was bleeding too much. Oh, there she goes. Uh, if you hear a cat <laughs> screaming in the background, that is our 21-year-old cat pumpkin. There uh, she goes. Who likes to just you yell know, for no reason. She, she's got something to say. I fed her lunch. She's totally fine. Mm-hmm. But oh. yeah, so... <laughs> so now she, like, for sure, for sure, cannot have kids. So now she's just, like, upset, obviously. Ugh, yeah. Which, that sent her spiraling. Mm. So then she... Flies to Europe to go be with her sister for a couple weeks yeah. to just figure out if she even wants to be with Graham still. Yeah, he left him completely on a hillside, just yeah. left dangling. So like, th- is my wife going to divorce me or not? 
So then uh, Graham flies to Europe to surprise her. Yeah. Brings the damn box the with him. damn box. The surprise box. Yeah. And she's like half mad when she sees him. She's like, yeah. what are you doing here? So come to find out, this box, they wrote each other love letters on their wedding day. And they locked it in the box mm-hmm. and we're going to open it at their 25th wedding anniversary. But they also made a pact that if, before the 25 years, if they ever thought they were going to get a divorce, yeah. to open it immediately. Yeah. Only open for emergencies. Yeah, it was like 25th anniversary or emergencies. Yeah. So this Love is an emergency. emergency. Yeah. And she only wrote one letter, but come to find out, Graham actually was adding letters. Yeah. This Throughout the years, he had been adding because he felt he didn't, he would try to talk to Quinn, but she just wouldn't listen. So he's yeah. like, so I'm writing this down so you can read one way because otherwise you didn't hear at all what I was saying, which is like, oh, poor crap. Honestly, <laughs> reading the letters made me tear up a little bit. Not oh. full on cry, but just tear up it a made little me bit. Go like, yeah, that's right, fucking Quinn. I hope you feel like shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. But yeah, there were different moments of like when they first started trying and it had been like a couple months and he was like, I noticed you're disappointed, but you know, we have all the time in the world and like a year later, even like we'll have kids. And when you read this on 25th, we'll just laugh that we even thought it was that hard. And then throughout the process of IVF and then him seeing her decline more and more and being like, I I don't know what to do because I love you whether we have kids or not. And at, at one point he was like, you are more than enough for me in this life. And he was like, I guess I'm not enough for you. Ugh. And that broke my heart. Ugh. I was like, God damn it, Quinn. Yeah. So one of the points that we forgot to touch on was at one point, Graham's sister has a new baby boy. Oh, yeah. And Quinn was supposed to meet Graham at the sister's house to meet the new baby boy. She made she- it into like the kitchen kind of quietly. And she was like watching Graham in the living room on the couch, like playing with him. Yeah, he was holding the baby, and the sister said, you'd make such a good dad, and and Graham said, I know I'm devastated that I haven't been one yet. Yeah. Which obviously made Quinn really upset, because she thought she was holding Graham back. Yeah. About being a father. She thought that, like, yeah, I love you, but you could probably have the life you wanted if you weren't with me. Yeah, and Graham's trying to tell her, I don't want a life without you. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, (sighs) if it... Is choosing kids versus you. I'm choosing you. Yeah. I don't care about the kids anymore because yeah. I have you. Yeah. You're enough. Yeah. Ugh. And I, I forgot what it, like Quinn reads all the letters. She reads all the letters. He doesn't read hers. Yeah. He thinks she, He's like, fine. I'll read it on our 25th. Yeah, which I thought was hilarious because she put a nude picture in there, which yeah. I loved it. Honestly, <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, there's all the letters. Yeah. All italicized. And then. Well, and then oh, it goes to now. And yeah, there um, go. they got a dog. They got a dog. Oh, yeah. And the epilogue. They, they're fine for the most part. She's still getting over it. But she's yeah. coming to terms with not having kids. And like now they like play a game with when people like say, oh, do you have kids of your own? Oh, when are you going to have a kid? They just <laughs> pretend that they do have kids. And then they came up with like seven names. It's just a game of like who can come up with the most ridiculous 
story of theirs and Graham's like, oh, we have seven. And, and then like they'll go back and forth and Graham's like, yeah, we have two grandkids and they're yeah. like young. And the, the cashier person would just be like, wow yeah like okay <laughs> and then they like named them s- different spices and now they're trying to memorize their seven kids with the names and whatever and she needs to go pee she stops in like a pet store and sees a puppy it's coriander paprika cinnamon juniper saffron and parsley and t- like th- two sets of twins like they keep adding more detail of ridiculousness yeah and then she like said it in order of birth <laughs> and mm-hmm. then graham goes Saffron was born two minutes before Juniper, and then yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, and then they get well. He lets her, or not a he lets her change the tire because that was one thing. Was Ethan her ex fiance thought he was like too manly to let his fiance change a tire because she's a girl, and he did not change a tire, so he would just call a tow truck. He'd rather call a tow truck than let her change a tire. And so while they were in Europe. It had a flat, and I so he's like, "That was cute." He's like, "That's my wife." She, yeah, people walking she's by, she's changing the, the tires. She's over there. Yeah, that's my wife. So then he, she goes to wash her hands in a pet store, finds mm-hmm. a German Shepherd puppy. They name it August because that's the day that they. Yeah, when they were eating Chinese food, the Chinese food that Ethan and Sasha yes. ordered, uh, there was fortune cookies and there was just numbers on the back, and eight was their number. Was so August, yeah, and. Uh, I'm pretty sure they met on August 8th as well. When they reconnected. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 8 was a big thing for them. Mm-hmm. And then they decided that they were actually just going to move to Europe to be closer yeah. to Ava, mm-hmm. um, Quinn's sister. Yeah. And uh, live a, a happy life. So this book was mainly just me being mad at Quinn. Like, I, I, I don't so mad know her. what I want to do with this book because I well, love and at, Colleen Hoover. At one point, I was, like, so upset that I just... I had to take a break and Dean was like, why don't you just like DNF? And I was like, no, I have to know. We have to, I have to finish. I was like, honestly, I'm more impressed that you know that term to be quite yeah. honest. <laughs> Thank you. I was like, wow. <laughs> taught you well. Yeah. If but it's no. a podcast book, then I will finish it. But yeah, honestly, but Colin, I just had to know how it ends. Like, I'm just too he, curious. And it, and Graham just accepts the basically abuse that he was receiving just the lack of love for however many years that was i did not appreciate how she treated Uh, him oh yeah and we resumed the dance of ignoring their problems it just annoyed the crap uh, out of me uh, she uh, like i said i don't condone cheating whatsoever Uh, yeah definitely i i am the person that does not like it but like it's the lesser of the evils in this say, one. <laughs> I was going to say, he, I mean, yeah, they could have just gotten a divorce at that point. But, like, I, uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't really, like, hate him uh, because he cheated. I hate Quinn because of how she was acting towards him. Uh, I mean, what did she expect? The worst, really. She really is. Yeah. Like I said, I love Colleen Hoover. Like, I own... Almost all of her books. I I don't think I own her YA series. I have a few of them. But, um, but I own al- almost all of them. Mm-hmm. And she's the type of author for me that I don't even have to look. It's just an automatic buy. Yeah. Uh, I've got a, a few of those authors where it's just an automatic yeah. buy. It doesn't matter what it's about. But actual plot aside, her writing in this is really good. It, it's well written. It's yeah. I love the back and forth of seeing where they were versus where they are now. Yeah, it's it just was the easy character to read. herself. 
Yeah, I just didn't, I didn't <laughs> like her. And I think that's why I gave it a three out of five. Also, I feel like usually, at least the other ones, like November 9th, um, I definitely know Ugly Love. They had a little more of like the romance yeah. to it, which I like better. I, I guess in this, it's the, the lack of romance no, that's the problem. No, so, I mean, you get to see it when they were young and just meeting and how yeah. cute they were or whatever. But it, it just is all negated by how awful Quinn is. I just can't. No. I. Like I said, I love her as an author. Actually, um, if you go on her website, you can buy signed books for yeah. almost the same price as just buying a book. I think it's yeah. $19 for a signed book. And she has uh, a store, a bookstore in Texas. And yeah. I forget what city in Texas. I know it's like outside of Austin or something. But Someday we'll it's go. like... It, not just her books, obviously. And she has other books, and I guess she's there often, which would be really cool to go in. Yeah, I think we definitely should go. But I, I, I don't know what to do with this book. What do you mean? Like, I don't know if I want to keep it. Like, why? Oh. I don't like, I, I don't like, I will never reread it. I, <laughs> I don't want to be angry. Okay, well, <laughs> I, I think I'm keeping it just for the sake of my collection. Having, mm, yeah. Because then it's all the Colleen That's Hoover books. That's true. But am I going to pick this up again? No. Never. <laughs> I might pick it up to throw it against something. Mm, but not to read book. it. It's my throwing book. Yeah. This, like I said, she, she's a type of author that she'll make you feel emotions. She'll make you feel. Yeah, because she, Ugly Love, I, I cried. I cried like a oh. baby in Ugly Love. And then Verity made me want to throw the oh. book against the wall. Creeps me out. And we both actually have both verities. We have the original one and the newest one that and, came out. Yeah, I will say if you're gonna pick the original verity versus like the newer hardcover and like gold with the extra chapter, mm-hmm. I would say buy the normal one and then you don't really need the extra chapter or just read it in the store. I don't think it's worth like or purchasing. I'm pretty sure on Book Talk people have oh people have said it now, but like yeah. it's hard because not really any nothing like there's no reveals no it just like makes you question harder yeah yeah it makes you question one of the characters more mm-hmm. which makes you really try to figure out if it was letter or manuscript yeah but it'll always be manuscript for me. i think it's manuscript. i'm team manuscript, I'm team manuscript. anyway that was really short because we're just mad at it well also <laughs> there wasn't many plot twists was, there really wasn't. There wasn't anything surprising. No. There's no twists. No, no turns. I, I think this, like I said, it it's a it's a it's a it's a three. It's your average book. Yeah. Don't expect much, but like, don't expect it, nothing. It wasn't terrible. Yeah. It's it's a three because of the writing, but the two lost stars are for how much I hated Quinn. No, yeah. that's valid. Yeah, that, yeah. I, pretty much what yeah. I did. Like I said, we both love Colleen Hoover. Yeah. I love her as mm-hmm. an author. She seems like a fantastic person, too. So yeah. I got no She also there. has, um, it's the, oh, the book room box is the name of the store, but it's also a monthly subscription service where she has authors donate books, like, signed. Oh, yeah. And then that's, that's what right. you get monthly. But, yeah, other than that, um, next week we have... Lucy Foley's The, the Hunting Party. Yes. 
The Hunting Party. Pretty I've, excited. I haven't read one of her books yet. I've read The Hunting Party. It's been about a year or two since I've read it, so I'm obviously going to reread it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't really remember what happens. And then I've read another one of hers. I know she has Paris Apartment and now I'm blanking. <laughs> the other one. I, I will say I've read both or two out of three of her books. And the two books that I have read from her, they're the exact same. Like, oh, interesting. Like okay. they've got, you put a bunch of different characters in one setting. Mm. One of them's a killer. You got to figure out which one. Like, Okay. It's a classic so, like murder yeah. dinner party situation. Ex- exactly. Okay. It's kind of like Clue, mm. but in a book form. Okay. Guess we'll have to see if her writing yeah. makes it so worth the read. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I don't really remember everything. I definitely don't remember who the killer was, so that's why I'm obviously reading <laughs> it. But. Well, sweet. Yeah. So you can check out our Instagram. We have our schedule up on there. We post pictures of what we're reading. You can check out our TikTok. That'll be a thing one day. We're there. Someday we'll say <laughs> to actually check well, it out, and there'll be things well, on there. Well, yeah. But uh, this month, as a early Christmas present to you listeners. We're going to be recording. I think I'm going to post it after Christmas. But oh. Like between Christmas and New Year's. Okay. I mean, we're going to film it before then. So to us, it's an early Christmas present. Okay. I didn't know when you were getting. Okay. Yeah. There'll be a bonus episode There's a at bonus some point. episode. We're going to do a little 2022 wrap up. Yes. Which I'm very excited because we haven't talked to each other at all of what's on our no. on our list. We had, our different we had things, prompts. So. Yes, we had And then prompts. we each worked on them separately. I'm excited. Me too. I feel like it's going to be a longer episode because we're going to tangent hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it'll include books that we haven't just read for the podcast. So we each have our own taste and things going off on the side. I'm going to um, be honest. I don't know if I have I any of my... Any. any of the podcasts. <laughs> Let me see. Um, oh, I need to fill in that last one. But... I don't. I got none of them from the podcast. I have one. Oh. Look at me go. Oh. My, I won. My honorable mention is one. Oh. I have an honorable okay. mention. Okay. All right. Well, you can tune in for that as a little Christmas present since everyone will be on winter vacation yeah. probably between Christmas and New Year's. That's why I figured that makes they'd sense. have time to listen. Well, that makes sense. Uh, but happy holidays. We're yes. getting closer to the end of the year. We are. Wild. Yes. Uh, two more books after this for our podcast and, and be uh, done for 2022 for 2022 i'm so excited for <gasps> next year to all the all the books all the books i'm excited oh okay. yeah well, all right well thanks for listening yeah, thanks guys see you next week see you next week bye guys bye